You're listening to the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast with Chris and Garrett. Hello, and Merry Christmas from the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast with Chris and Garrett. I'm Chris, and this week, our Christmas movie commentary series continues with a Will Ferrell Christmas comedy classic. From 2003, it's Elf. Screenwriter David Berenbaum wrote the script for Elf in 1993, at a time when comic actors such as Chris Farley and Jim Carrey were in the running to play Buddy, the human raised by elves at the North Pole. It took nearly 10 years for the movie to make it to the big screen, and by then, Will Ferrell, coming off a successful run on Saturday Night Live, was tapped to play Buddy. The initial script was dark, according to director John Favreau. He worked on a rewrite, and turned the movie into an homage to the stop-motion Christmas specials done by Rankin and Bass for television. This effort brought the film from a PG-13 to a solid PG. In addition to the funny and charming performance from Farrell, Elf is backed by a powerhouse cast, including James Caan, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Steenburgen, Bob Newhart, and Ed Asner as Santa Claus. So... Don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Grab your copy of the movie, snag some maple syrup and spaghetti, and join Garrett and me for our movie commentary of Elf. Here we are, face to face, a couple silver spoons. Oh, sorry. Not a silver spoons episode. That's the next episode. That's, That's the next episode. For tonight. Tonight is the night for Elf. Elf. Santa! <laughs> so just before I hit record, Garrett was showing, we're recording on Zoom, and he showed, which I think may be the last VHS ever made uh, of you know, for a major studio movie but there it is i love that like kind of hologram like yeah it's very cool it's got yeah it yeah. does have that little yep that's a good way to put a hologram exactly Hologram's right my favorite yeah it's my favorite yeah sparkly i love right it next to sugar plums <laughs> and <all the> <laughs> yeah okay. and i know it's really it's it's really cool it's uh yeah it's, yeah I actually, i'll tell you i found this at a i found this at a uh this is not my. This is not my original copy. I wish I would love to say it was. I don't think I even bought it on VHS. I think I bought it on a DVD. But mm-hmm. this, I found this at a. Uh, it was. It's a nearly new shop. It's a over on. Um, it's kind of like Goodwill, but it's yeah. it's in Durham. And I found. I saw this, and my eyes just lit up, just like Buddy the Elf would have lit up. I was like, Oh my gosh! I got to get this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like some things are worth having, but this one I thought, okay, this is just too good not to yeah, not to get it. Definitely a keeper. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so goes in the collection. So uh, I think I alluded to this earlier this week on social media, but you and I saw this movie when it came out in theaters originally, and happened to be the same night that I met or you introduced me to. Uh, the girl, the woman who would be my future wife. So Elf has a special uh, <clears throat> significance in that respect, but thank God it was such a great movie. It would have been horrible. <laughs> it would have been a terrible movie. 
<laughs> a terrible movie as well. I'm like, yeah, that would not have been good. Yeah. Uh, but this is that so is cool. awesome. Uh, it was uh, uh, was that South Point? Yeah, that was at South Point. Okay, I'm making sure that our yeah, I'm making sure my mind is uh, yeah. I'm sure she'll correct me on this. I want to say it was November 16th, 2003. I think that's when it was because it was right before Thanksgiving. Um, so I have to double check those date that date, but uh, but yeah. So um, and of course. I, I've lost count how many times I've seen the movie since then. Oh, man. Yeah. It is definitely, I mean, <clears throat> you know, when you think like Christmas classics, you know, there's always like. Yeah, uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle on 34th Street. But to me, this is like, this is a modern Christmas classic. And I fully suspect that, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, people will still be watching this movie. Oh, with a lot of for fun, certain, you know, and it's, it's, uh, I mean, you and I both are Will Ferrell fans and have been since his SNL days. Uh, but this movie, I think as much as it makes me laugh, it still makes me laugh in so many ways. It is a surprisingly sweet film and it's just got really a lot of heart. And, uh, you know, as I was getting ready for this episode tonight, I was reading up on, behind the scenes and the, the making of and uh, some of the things that John Favreau, who, who directed this and also stars as the doctor who determines uh-huh. that Buddy is uh, Walter's son, uh, that he made when he was tapped to direct this movie, uh, the original script for Elf was pretty dark. It was like a very kind of dark comedy kind of thing. And when he got the project he he was going over the script and he thought i need to revise this i want to make this like a tribute to the you know television christmas specials from the you know 60s 70s and 80s there were those uh rankin bass uh stop motion uh christmas specials like you know santa claus is coming to town and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and all those uh definitely has some of that in the movie you know but um i think he kind of came at it the right way to like this I, I mean, I, I could see this have, you know, being a darker kind of comedy, but I think the fact that he lightened it up is what really makes it um, a classic. Oh, the broad appeal. It just goes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, fast forward. Um, I forget how many years. I don't remember the year that we saw it, but uh, <clears throat> it became a Broadway musical and they, uh, Lauren and I got to see the touring production when it came through this area. And it's a really cute musical. And, if, and not only that, um, one of the local high schools here, I think it was about two years ago, put on a production of Elf. Uh, and it was really good uh, as a high school musical. It was really a lot of fun. And then I think a few years ago, they did a television animated special that's based on the musical. Um, and I think uh, Jim Parsons from uh, Big Bang Theory, he does the, the voice of Buddy the Elf in that special. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's uh, we'll talk more about the movie as we're watching it. But, uh, you know, the, the, the subject of a sequel always comes up with this movie being that it was such a huge hit. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But well, I'm available as, since since Will Ferrell seems to be against doing one. Yeah, I, I, I let everybody know that um, all things A's with Garrett, Garrett the Elf, yes. Will Ferrell's um, 
I totally, I think the idea of Buddy's cousin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that would be, I'm I'm his doppelganger anyway. It's like, I I don't have many times in my life. I I mean, since, I guess, I don't know, the, uh, since the 90s that people come up to me and go, has has anyone ever told you you look like Will Ferrell? And, you know, if I had. Oh, yeah. Let's just say if I had ten dollars every time I asked that I'd be a rich man. I don't know about a dollar, but maybe ten dollars would be pretty rich. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it doesn't happen often, but it happens enough that we're you got a bitcoin for every time somebody yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> then you would be like it was crazy. One night it happened twice. It was two different locations, two different places. I was at work. Somebody goes, so I didn't know. Someone said, Hey, has anyone ever told you? And I was like, Yeah, I've been told that before. And then I went to Taco Bell. This is, I mean, uh, not going to Taco Bell because everybody knows I love Taco Bell. Who knows me? But went to Taco Bell, and there's this old lady. I mean, really, she's an older, older Caucasian lady. I'm just going to yeah. describe her, just so people out there who who are in you know radio land want to or uh, podcast land want to listen and want to know. But she looks like she's probably sixty something years old. That's yeah. roughly I'm trying to, you know, who knows? Maybe she was 50 and I just she just looks a lot older. I don't know. But she's about 60 something years old. And she goes, Has anyone ever told you you look like Will Ferrell? And I was like, Ashley, and I said, Ashley, you're the second person tonight who's told me that. And she just starts like going off like movies. Like she just like named off like you know 10 of her favorite Will Ferrell movies. And wow. I was like, okay, this lady is a fan of Will Ferrell. So so by so by her even saying that that I look like him, I'm like, okay, this must really mean something because it's not just like, yeah, I like that Will Ferrell guy, you know, whatever. She's just like she she was obviously knew her stuff. Uh it was pretty wild. I was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. uh I mean, no one ever says Brad Pitt or Ron Reynolds. Uh, I you mean, know, I mean that kind of hurts my feelings a little bit, but you know, you gotta take the win where you know where you can, and I'm 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 okay with that now. But, I, I mean, you know. Will Ferrell, Brad Pitt. I mean, come I on. I mean, no comparison. It's like, yeah. you know, exactly. But, uh, uh, I will yeah. take, I will take Elf any day. There we go. I, I definitely over uh, the Fight Club. The Fight, <laughs> yeah, Fight Club, Elf Fight Club. Club. Will Elf. Ferrell, Fight Club. No, Elf Club. Elf Club. Oh, that would be yeah. good. Oh, that would be a that'd be a great spoof. Talk Club. about Saturday Night Live skit. That'd be funny. Yeah. So I, I definitely, uh, I know. John Favreau listens to this podcast. He's a regular listener. Uh, and I think he would, he could not find a better replacement for Buddy than Garrett. Garrett John, I'm here, man. I'm you here. You got the costume, this. right? You still got the costume? I still have the costume. I, I do. I have to say, I need, I need a new costume. And so it's a perfect time to get one. But I really do need a new one. I want one that's like, mine's a little bit lighter green than that. And I've always wanted like the, the original, like, I mean, I know I'm the cousin, but I mean, do I really have to have like, had the more lime green looking one? I want the, well, I, I want the like green. Get the outfit for when he takes Jovi on the date with the hat and like the really fancy coat and everything. Oh, that was a, that was a nice looking outfit because, because that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite lines in the movie when he goes, that's when he goes up to his, he's, is that the same dress it kind of has when he goes with his dad to work? Uh, I think it's different, but it's close. Yeah, it's close. I mean, we're talking about to work is like something that Walter. I think is from Walter. But it's not like the coat and everything. It's not the same coat. He's have the coat on when he walks in. I think it's a different coat. We'll, we'll different coat. Okay. We'll, we'll watch. But well, I, I like that line there when he goes like Francisco. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But it's good. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, 
I, I always forget to do this, you know, which it's, we've kind of done it hit or miss with these episodes, but since there is the word snack in our podcast title, so um, my workplace uh, as part of our Christmas, or I should say, as they put it, holiday season uh, gifts, they gave me like basically this virtual, this online um, gift basket that I could kind of pick things, you know, to, to go into the basket. And one of them was this, let me see if I can hold that up. Yeah, so you can see it. This popcorn, it's like nature's crush. crush. It's a original blend of 23 herbs and spices. So uh, I had never tried so the this. KSC version. What is that? Dude, that's what I thought. <laughs> I looked at it. So it's uh, I've tried a little bit of it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I would have settled for Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> it's uh, there's something, uh, you know, these fancy kind of foods that come out, these like riffs on, you know, like, oh, it's popcorn with crushed herbs and spices. It's like, yeah, Orville Redenbacher, you know, maybe yeah, butter, just, a little salt, little, you know, little, maybe a little bit of seasoning. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. It's not bad, but uh, um, I've got that and I've got uh, my uh, Dr. Pepper Zero ready to roll. Uh, what about you? I thought I saw you have a snack earlier. I didn't catch it. I, I have, um, well, I mean, okay, one, I had spaghetti. Yeah, uh, spaghetti for dinner tonight. I did not put maple syrup on it. I know that's that was, you know, I'm but just, I'm willing. If John's John is still listening, I'm definitely willing to put maple syrup on my spaghetti. See, it'd be you. hilarious um, if I just pulled out. Just pulled out of my pulled out of my sleeve. Yep, just go. Whoop, and you go. Oh, here you go. I've got some right here. Got some right here. But I have. Um, we got some. Uh, nothing but cakes, which are awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we got some of that for the teachers for the school. Oh, for, yeah. the, for the boys teachers and so i have red velvet which is my my favorite and uh with got a little chocolate chip in it in the course the icing is just phenomenal it's just uh so i got a slice of it over here and i've been i've been much on a little bit on it but i've been waiting for the movie to start before i like really uh you know like devour it so yeah uh, i think red velvet is very appropriate yeah it's i think so i think it goes along with the, the festivities of yes evening and season it's upon us. So, well, I've got, I don't know about you, but I've got Elf on HBO, it's, HBO yep. Plus or HBO, whatever it is. Max. HBO. Max. Yeah, Max. They keep changing it. It's Max, Go, Plus, Zip. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I've got it, uh, and I think I've got it synced up to the beginning. They always put these little things at the beginning of the movie that you can skip. And then it like. Yeah, mine's ready to. Mine's, mine's good to go. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we jump into it? So. For those joining us this evening for our movie commentary of Elf, be sure you have your copy and we've got it synced up. Uh, and so I will count us down to play. So Elf in three, two, one, play. I'll get my volume down a little bit, make sure we don't hear too much of New Line Cinema. Yes. Okay, as long as we have some snowflakes. Thanks. Yeah, it just does what you mentioned earlier. It just has that 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 cool sixties, mm -hmm. early seventies, whatever the vibe, whatever. I mean, of course, we know it in the seventies, but I think it was came out in sixties. I think. Yeah. You know, Bob Newhart. Yeah, I was going to say Bob Newhart. 
which we're both old enough to remember the oh, yeah. original Bob Newhart show and Newhart, yeah. which both were great, great comedies. Yeah. And for all those who are most, oh, this is hilarious. I love the, the tree catching on. Yeah. That, that, that cracked me up when I was, we watched it originally. I want to make shoes. <laughs> and there's little Ralphie. Mm-hmm. There's the peacemaker. <laughs> that's what the kids are. That's what the elves are making. They're making pe- taking the bats and making peacemakers out of them. Werewolf weapons. This is for Owen Knopfler. We're going to send this to Owen's been a good boy this year. We're going to send him to Peacemaker for. <laughs> Film by John Favreau. Also, yeah. the executive producer on I don't know how many Marvel movies. Obviously, obviously starting with Iron Man, but went all the way up to, to Avengers uh, in-game. The uh, producing force behind the Mandalorian. Mm. Yeah, I've always liked Favreau ever since uh, Swingers. Oh, that's another one. Oh, my God. See, that's another reason John Favreau should. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, John, I don't have I've been told that before as well. That they would say, that would say, I, I look like a. I hate to say this because because you may not hire me, but that would say I look like a young John Fat, like a they say, look like that guy from the Swingers. Uh, and I go, Vince Vaughn. They go, no, not him. The other one. I was like, oh, John Favreau. Yes, of course. Yeah, I just I think John is. I always thought he's a great actor, but when he um got into directing and producing, I think. I mean, I still think Iron Man is. Probably, I mean, without Iron Man, there would have been no Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, oh, exactly. Yes, that's set. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, talk about, he's, I mean, he really is a great, he's a good actor too, because I've, I mean, I've, one of my favorite unders is a, uh, Sports movies that's just it's kind of underrated, but it's called replacements with Keanu oh, Reeves. Yeah, yeah, Keanu Reeves. And, and he plays he plays this this guy, like a, I think he's a cop actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's on the team and he's got a he he's got a like a wild like member. Um it's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's got a crazy thing, and it's like um uh Gene. Tells him, says, "Get me the ball." He goes, "You want the ball?" He goes, "Yeah, give me the ball. I'll get you the ball." And he goes all crazy and he goes and, and he gets tackles the guy, gets the ball, and brings it back to him. And then he's like, you know, I mean, but then he does like he's a doctor in this and um, happy and Iron Man and, but then he does stuff like four Christmases, well, you know, with Vince Vaughn. We'll talk about we'll talk about that connection in a little bit. Um, but in that movie, he plays like his brother. He plays Will. He plays Vince Vaughn's brother, and he's like this crazy, like re- like backyard wrestling, like YouTube guy, <laughs> and he ends up like throwing Vince Vaughn on the ground in the and he 
like puts him like in a yeah. like a figure four type move and he's like starts like making him you know and he, he makes him you know say give or whatever and then he, he throws like five bucks down on top of him or something yeah. it's like but he plays this you know kind of a crazy character uh there's the uh, about yeah there's, there's Ed, Asner. Ed Asner lost earlier this year great actor I know that was sad man because yeah just one of the best actors ever and I gotta say, I love his Santa Claus because he's like, you know, he's got the, the the Santa Claus look, but he's not like the jolly like. He's kind of got a bit of a side to him, like, you know. He's a realist. <laughs> like just this, what's coming up in just a second? His reaction. I love this line. What in the name of Sam Hill is that? <laughs> it looks <down. laughs> uh, <gasps> <Santa> Slay. That's ridiculous.
I think it was great that you could put Bob Newhart and Ed Asner. Yeah. In this. Yeah. Cause like you were saying with uh, Bob's old show from the seventies, like Ed Asner was on Mary Tyler Moore show. At right. Time. Yeah. My mom. And then Lou Grant. And I mean, so. Right. And I think those shows came on Saturday nights, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, because I remember my mom watched those shows. And of course, when I was growing up, I watched whatever she was watching on TV and, Yes, we did. As kids, we did. Exactly what happened. Like kids today, you get, you know, our, our kids are spoiled, rotten with, you know, they can watch whatever they want. They can watch on their device, their yeah. tablet, whatever. It can watch YouTube. I mean, they, they don't have to watch what mom and dad are watching. Right. Yeah. So this is another great one here with this is showing Peter Billingsley. Does I say his name? Yeah. Uh, Christmas story. This is all I said. I think that was in. Yeah, he's he's a uh, not only is he a good friend of John Favreau's and Vince Vaughn's, uh, he's a producing partner with them. Yes, he, yeah, right. Now, did did your research determine how they became such good friends? Because that's something I don't, I don't think um, I've. No, it didn't point anything specifically. I think they just kind of wound up running in the same circles. Um, because it's really cool because like he ends up like being like I mean um, quite a few movies that he's he's either he's executive producer on their movies or and I'm faking did he direct one of their movies yeah he directed Couples Retreat Couples Retreat that's yeah which is which has got which has Faison in this which is in this movie he's in this movie well I don't know if you noticed my uh my Zoom name. Wanda? Yeah, because, you know, I mean, on his name tag, Faison's uh, name tag, it says Wanda. Because originally Wanda Sykes was supposed to play that manager part, but she had to back out for some reason. And so when Faison came on, they just gave him the name tag and they just kept it. So it's kind of like a little, a little joke that his well, name is Wanda. Well, she would have been good, but he was – you know, but I'm glad they got him. And I got, I've, I've got, I got to see him do comedy at the, at, at Good Night in Raleigh. Yeah, and he is a, he's funny. Uh, he's a funny dude. Uh, and I got to see. Were you with me? We got. To, to, I went to see um, Will Ferrell at the Dean Dome. In Chapel Hill, you got to see Will Ferrell. Yeah, the um, he did a comedy tour, and what he did, he basically he hosted it, and he had like he brought like like Nick Swartzen was the was the like I didn't even know who Nick Swartzen was at the time, but he was hilarious. I, so these other comics did did like stand up and that kind of stuff. Will did a few like a few skits and he kind of, he, he kind of like emceed the emceed the event and it was called like the Will Ferrell comedy tour or something. Okay. I deal. That was, uh, I don't know. It was, if it was, it, it could easily be 13 years ago. I don't, I don't, maybe 14. I don't, it's been, it's been a while. It's yeah. I don't remember if Logan was born Nick, or not. Nick was really good friends with um, Norm McDonald. In fact, I uh, I saw an interview with Nick not too long ago. He was talking about Norm after Norm passed, and yeah, um, Nick appeared on an episode of Norm's podcast 
a few years back, and it's it's really funny. He he was really he was he was I mean like like I laughed I thought I thought everybody was in the the tour was good and I had to look back to see who was on it but Nick Swartz and I was like this guy's good I was like I want to and sure enough it was after that fact is when I think he was in Grandma's Boy which yeah. which that's where I really started to like like him uh, that was a that was another underrated comedy that was really good uh, and and then of course he's been and, and then he ended up being a lot of other Adam Sandler films after that. It's little different sidekicks here and there. Uh, he got kind of got in in with that mix. So I've seen um, I've seen two of the stars of this movie. Runs. It just cracks me. It's got a John Cryer run. <laughs> now Arctic puffin. Oh, this is awesome. Leon Redbone. Yes, that's the voice behind the theme song to Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Yes. Belvedere. Yes, I was going to say that. I'm glad you mentioned that. I may have to. I may have to incorporate that on Instagram um, later this week. There's a little little '80s connection. Besides, I mean, there's a lot of '80s connection here. We got Peter Billingsley from Christmas Story. We got. New Heart for the New Heart show. We got Ed Asner from Lou Grant. Yep. And of course, he plays stars Cobra Kai, which based on, you know, he's Johnny's stepdad. I mean, that's right. We can, I mean, we can. But yeah, that's a, that's pretty cool about him being the, uh, the voice of Mr. Bell, the son of the theme song or whatever. Yeah. This whole part here, I love this. He's giving him the rundown on New York. <laughs> that was James Conn. And he's an interesting fellow. I'm going to tell you, I, I was looking at his Wikipedia page and I was like, wow. <laughs> That's... He uh, is in two of my favorite films. Uh, one is The Godfather and the other is a movie he did in the 80s uh, called Thief. It was directed by Michael Mann. Uh, he plays a, a career criminal, um, and just, he's a great actor. I, I really like. You mean him. you mean Michael Mann's Manhunter is not your favorite? Okay, all right. He's a great one, but I love Thief. <laughs> Thief is a great crime drama. Hey, I'm just throwing in a little a little '80s uh, oh, yeah. North Carolina made movie that you know with where I can. I, I mean. got you. I got you. I feel it. No, oh, Papa Elf. 
best. Yeah, and how they did that was amazing. I think how they great about all oh, this is very this little is- CGI. A lot of this was just camera tricks, like forced perspective and right. They were really savvy. Like Faber did a great job, and just you know, he and his team. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye, bye. When I'm starting, the yeah, starts crying. I love this part. Hope you find your dad. Hey, buddy. Hope you find your dad. And that's it. It's just like yep. water says that, and then he goes away. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. I know you're thinking, like, is this like a abominable snowman thing about ready to happen? What's going to happen? And oh, nope, that's it. Nope. The candy cane forest. I don't know why, but ever since we originally saw this, I have like these flashbacks to uh, Superman the movie and Superman <laughs> where like Clark is traversing he's, the Arctic. To get- he's going to the solitude of fortress there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, somebody needs a hug. Buddy, buddy's first exposure to the real world. Nature is cruel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 By the track. Now I have to admit, I would love to. I really would like to. Ah, love this part. The song. Take my but take my take my buddy the elf outfit and go to New York at Christmas time and wear it and walk around. <laughs> Hi, hello. <laughs> I was, uh, I now now I wore I wore one of my elf shirts in New York this summer. Oh, this is great! Congratulations! <laughs> yep, yeah, that's 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 my that's. This sequence just makes always makes me laugh. Just <laughs> hey, Sam. Oh, <laughs> that guy looks at him like, nope. So apparently, that was not that was like just some dude walking, they just happened upon him. Oh, that's too. Oh, that's great. I mean, Will Ferrell's improv skills that just, just that would say, Buddy did not listen to Santa. Yeah, yep. Like Santa told you. Now I thought about doing that scene when I was there this summer. I thought about bringing my own gum and like putting it up there and then doing it. 
Yeah. Like act like I came across it. <laughs> Do it again. Let's keep doing it. Right back at it. Thank you. Thank you. And I went there. I was, and I've been in that lobby right there for Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to, I have to put some pictures on Instagram this week. Like this. Yeah. this guy's expression he's just he's like Got to give you a hug. <laughs> As a uh, former Riley native, Amy Sedaris. I was. I didn't. Know she, I didn't know she was from Riley. Yeah. Papa Elf. dude now this is like freaking me out it's like she is like 60 years old now that does not i mean and i know we're old i'm not saying that but it's just like does not even seem like that's even possible just like My dad. Email. I love you. I love you. (laughs) Oh, man. She was been on the Mandalorian. I did not realize that. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, so John, you go John Favreau. John likes to use a lot of the same actors. Except for Will Ferrell. (laughs) Oops. Well, 
I mean, it's going to come up inevitably. I mean, I mentioned it on social media, but according to James Kahn, the reason yeah. why we haven't seen a sequel is because Farrell and Favreau did not get along, which is a real shame because, I mean, obviously they, they produced something really good together. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh yeah, so I did. I redid that scene where he gets kicked out of the Empire State Building, um, and that awning is not there anymore, hmm. and that Gimbal's is not exactly like right outside of not Empire State there. Building either. It's like, and that this. <laughs> oh, so so they wanted to they now this I when I was this summer I was looking that up. They wanted to use Macy's. Macy's. Um, Said no, which I think that's really stupid on their part. Sorry, Macy's, that was really idiotic. Yeah, that's a dumb move. Uh, so they based it off of a, a old department store that that used to be in existence, Gimbal's, and fruit spray. It's ah! <laughs> so I know I no I did that now. Now I went to Macy's and I did the whole escalator thing at, at Macy's since Gimbal's doesn't exist. Uh, I think one of the things I love about Will Ferrell in this is that Buddy is so sweet. Like even when he's like out of his element, you know, he's just he's like he still just has such a sweet quality to him that <laughs> have you seen these toilets? Ginormous. <laughs> that's somewhat special. I love that's just look how he looks at it. He's like, oh, here we go. This is, oh, there's Wanda. Come here. <laughs> I love the white socks. It's just a nice touch. And he showed up a couple's retreat. That's a- yeah, he did. That's right. No, it's not. (laughs) The way he looks at him. I know (laughs) the two of them just look at each other. There she is. Joe. I love that affinity for elf culture. Yes.
So I love Zoe Deschanel in this. Um, but I have to say, when I saw the the high school musical that was done like here locally, the girl that played Jovi in that, I'm telling you what, I was this girl, if she doesn't wind up on Broadway, I'll be astonished. But she like, she actually both Lauren and I commented that like she could have played Jovi in the movie. She was that good. <laughs> Especially we make toys. <laughs> I'm singing. <laughs> I love his reaction. It's like he's freaked out. Like, is that God? Who's speaking to me? You know, he does such a good job of like just having this innocent, you know, just like this totally innocent like demeanor, but it doesn't become annoying because I think some actors could do it and they could just be annoying after a while, but he doesn't. Like he just manages to like walk that line of like just being this like innocent but funny, you know, just always well-meaning. I agree. I see now, I what amazes me is like you know, back in back at the North Pole, he is he is like a uh, he is like a subpar elf when it comes yeah. to keeping up with productivity. Yeah. But obviously, in the real world, he is like yeah, he is way beyond. Right. Uh, By elf standards, he's subpar. But as a human, he's like killing it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. This is he's. Which would make sense. I'm not saying something to. I think it's just a testament to Will Ferrell's talent. But like, even with all the stuff that Buddy does, like, especially like how he just kind of irritates the humans in his life at first, that like, in spite, I don't know, there's just a quality that like, you can't help but love it because he's just so, he's just so sweet natured and well-meaning in everything he does. I think the person, like in his family, the person I feel like who really is just consistently like on the same level of kindness as he is, is his, is Walter's wife, his step. Yes. Mary Stingberg. And which we've talked. She's awesome. Oh, I'm telling you. She's not only beautiful. She's beautiful too, but she's awesome. I think she gets more beautiful as time goes by. Like I saw a movie with her from the seventies, time after time, not too long ago. And uh, it was like late 70s. And uh, just, I mean, I think she looks better now than she did back then. I think she was beautiful back in you know, her younger years. But I think she just has such a great quality in the movies that she does that you just, you know, she's very endearing. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, of course, for all Back to the Future 3. Yep, Clara. That was, but I mean, but she's funny. I mean, she's like, I mean, stepbrother. I mean, talk about, talk about what, you know, working with Will Ferrell again. She worked with Will Ferrell's stepbrothers. That's right. She was his mom. Yeah. And she was in Four Christmases with with Vince, with Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. So she's worked with both those guys again. Oh, this is my okay. This is maybe my favorite Christmas song. Yeah, ever. The date, date rape song. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, and let's sell that one really quick. A husband and wife wrote that together. Uh-huh. So let's let's just like I, nip I that. Love the song too. I just I get yeah, so, let's nip that in the bud. These these people talk about it's like like I just laugh right, right for a Christmas party. And I'm like, okay, your drink. It's not a not a date rape song. So, I, I got to see if I can find it. Somebody did a Bill Cosby version of that song. <laughs> it you make me spit my drink. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I have to see if I can find it because the guy singing the mail part sounds like Bill. He's like, baby, it's how did he do it? Maybe it's cold outside with the general pudding pops. <laughs> I love this. Dad, dad. Now, this is filmed on a New York City street. I did not go to this location, but I looked it up one time just yeah. out of curiosity about where it was located. I did, I did look it up because I was just out of... So he's uh, trying to so. sneak in. <laughs> you guys are not having it. You guys are so strong. You guys are so strong. Guys, I don't know who did this, but I mean, <laughs> someone from corporate. <laughs> He goes, so it's aimed for my job. This is kind too, of it's a little uh, too good. This this uh, Lego this is good. Almost kind of uh, echoing or would be is kind of uh, foretelling Farrell's role in the Lego movie. I'm a little pissed about this. I didn't know you were It's got a brand new bag. I love this. Six inch ribbon curls. Six inch. I have, that's it's a, impossible. Six. That's a running joke I have with Lauren since during Christmas where she'll start saying something like six inches. It's a little too good. Mm. Oh, this is another. I'm telling this is movie is just full of. Artie Lang. Which I don't know if you've seen Artie Lang lately, but he is virtually unrecognizable. His uh, drug abuse has taken a toll on his face. (laughs) Happy birthday, of course. Stumped. You're not saying. Smell like beef and cheese. 
Which one? Oh, I forgot it's oh these are my these are my uh coasters. Oh cool. Um these are I use these all year long. I got this for a gift a couple years ago. Santa's coming. I know him. I know him. It's perfect, perfect time to be to be uh you smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> He's an imposter. Uh, oh, kids are traumatized. And then some kids are like, yeah, it's a fight. Yeah, so we're like, yeah, Tara. What? Take Santa. He's not Santa. He's not Santa. <laughs> James Conn. Yeah. Someone special. <laughs> Too bad. It's like it's that funny. Like he gets him with a card. It's like it's like okay, I'm I'm starting to think something. Maybe believe in this whole story. And then he gets like. Of James Conner that something photoshopped. Oh no, it's okay. I don't. I didn't know the, but I saw pictures of. It's definitely been photoshopped. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's, I saw pictures of when he was. That's definitely was that they used. Yeah. I love the sign on the wall next to him. No smoking, no spitting. Spitting. I knew you come. I knew you come. I told him. I told him. I said, my dad's watching. Oh my gosh, dude. I just looked up Artie Lang. Oh my, you are right. Told you. Drug abuse, my friend. It's a real shame. Because he's he's a funny guy. I mean, here's John. <laughs> Man. Hope he gets some. Gets gets clean and then gets plastic surgery for that nose. Good gracious! Yeah, that's why I was snorting coke. It just destroyed the cartilage in his nose. <laughs> oh, and talking about nothing about earlier about John Favreau and his different roles. Yeah, he's like the dudes. He can. 
Now we talk about Christian Bale and people oh, yeah. like him who changes their body, but he got like, he was pretty jacked up for like replacements, mm-hmm. but he was really jacked up for four Christmases. Yep. You could tell that he'd been working out and his muscles, he was slimmed down uh, and he was a really good shape. And then, the, but like here, he's more in, you know, yeah, dad sure. bod here, soft, you know, soft around the middle, which I'm definitely soft around the middle right this second as well. I understand. Mm-hmm. So it's not, but I'm just, so like no judgment. I'm just saying, but he can, he, he it's amazing how he will like, I mean, which I think he just obviously probably looks like it's like the rest of America. We up and down on our our weight and body type or whatever. But he he really will get jacked up. And then now this little girl is perfect for this role. Uh, yeah, she's really cute. Her expressions are. <laughs> she's cute. It's a boy. Now this role right here, he kind of he looks a lot like Happy. The yeah, what he does, what he looks like in yeah Spider Man, and well, this was what five years before Iron Man, right? This came out in two thousand three. Iron Man came out in two thousand eight, if I remember correctly. Well, you know what's why I was thinking about this. This is going to blow people's minds when I say this, but this movie is closer to the eighties than it is to us right this second. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 13 years removed from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're like eight, we're like 18 years away. But what's the anniversary date of this thing? It's like really we're yeah. So little factoid here, the belch that he's about to do was not him wasn't Will Ferrell. It was actually a voice actor whose name is uh, Maurice LaMarche, who is famous for doing voices on Futurama, Pinky and the Brain. I actually met him. I actually worked with him on a project when I was uh, working uh, for the video game company. Um, We did a Pinky and the Brain game, and he did the voice recordings for uh, the character. Yeah, he does the belch in, in the scene. Oh, that's cool. That's cool that you work with them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And diabetes. <laughs> Forever. Those cookies. Uh, just beautiful lady. <laughs> yep.
did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny is like, I remember being in the, uh, when we were back when you used to come over and watch movies at my parents' house. Yeah. If any drink would Coke out of, out of a two liter container would make me burp more than any, Uh any other, like, like I could drink it at McDonald's or something like that at a fountain drink. It's like, Nope, no problem. But that it's true. Something about the two liter, the carbonation or something. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Tickle fight. <laughs> Tickle fight. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a good sport. Like she just she'd be a great stepmom. Yeah, <laughs> she sure would. She's so sweet. He's just like good, good. So happy. <laughs> I got a full 40 minutes. <laughs> She's like, Where'd, where'd you get the wood? <laughs> Ziploc bag. Oh boy. <laughs> I love that.
I love how he just pours everything on top of us. I should I guess I should try to recreate that scene <laughs> in spaghetti with all that stuff on top of it. It's a good time to talk about James Kahn, his um Scott Kahn is his son. I liked him in um, Ocean's Ocean's Eleven movies. So I like that's I really. I mean, I know he didn't have a huge role in that, but I always enjoyed. I like him and um, Casey Affleck together, and especially down in Mexico, that was a funny scene. Uh, I guess a lot of people would probably know him, you know, from. Uh, Hawaiian five O. That's right. Yeah. But what's wild I read about him is that so Scott Scott's godfather is a mafia crime boss, and because he's best friend, because they were best friends. James Conn was best grew up with this guy. I was best friends with him, and I forgot which. Did you read this? Seem to recall something about that. Yeah, his his godfather is uh, Andrew Russo, who is the Colombo crime family boss, and um, they've James and him and James and Andrew have been um, best friends since the early 70s. Hmm. But that poor, and uh, so I say poor guy, but when I say that, he's, but he has been, I, I looked up his thing, and he's been he's been in jail more times, than I feel like, than, than he's been free. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so I went, so I went to Central Park this summer. It obviously was not wintertime. It was, there's no snow on the ground. But I, did this whole like I, now I didn't do a video on it I just took pictures but I did but we and but like Logan and I went to, <laughs> we like like we went right into this underneath this bridge and went to the same spot where they hide behind the rock there's a fence there by the way now you can't you can't just get to that rock by You saying they had to jump a fence to get to it? I, I may have had to cross it. I just, I don't know. I you know, I don't have the jumper abilities to just. <laughs> I don't want to admit on uh, podcast that I did anything illegal in New York, <laughs> but I did not have the opportunity to, to to throw snowballs at anybody. I wish I could, but that's why like I said I want to go back at Christmas time and. Everyone snows. 
in the place. This is where a little bit of the CGI in this movie shows up. The CGI snowball. Yeah. Where'd you say you're from? And Krypton. She has that look on her face like, uh, what am I doing here? Like work this work is And Michael is 29. The, the kid who played Michael is 29 years old now. That's like. Yeah. <laughs> da- Daniel Tay is his name. He's a teacher now. That's pretty wild. Okay, what are you doing, Chris? You look like you're – Okay, for those of you who don't know, can't see this, Chris has got an elf background. And I looked I looked down at my phone looking at this, this Daniel Tay guy. I looked back up and, like, looked like Chris is – Chris is turning around to get something and it looked like he is, like – like he's, like, hugging Buddy in his background. It looked like you're – My uh... – like you're crying on his shoulder or something. Like, buddy. My uh my son needed to uh needed my assistance with something. So it looked it okay, you couldn't see your son. All you see is your your head into buddy's shoulder. Yeah. Like you're there, like you were crying on his shoulder or you were giving him a hug. I don't know which one. So I definitely would feel like crying on his shoulder right now. So well, I let's well, I and so buddy would say. Does someone need a hug? <laughs> Not yes. Oh, but I say that. Oh, yeah, that Michael Tay. Like, he says one thing to hear that he um, that he has a teaching career, so he he's no longer acting, and 
because uh, I didn't I didn't recall like anything he did anything after. Excuse just me. a couple things that was just you know. He was twelve years old. Yeah. He did some voiceover work for Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but he got a he went to Yale. He got a BA in economics. Hmm. He became an SAT instructor at Veritas Prep. Cool. Uh, he was a teaching assistant and a peer tutor in the Department of Computer Science. And he was a recipient of the Richard U. Light Fellowship for his studies in Mandarin Chinese language. Dude, is that some serious uh, smarts there, man? Uh, yeah. So where are you at in the movie? Like, what's... Oh, he's in the corner drinking. Has he already talked to Deb about a Christmas card? I think so. <clears throat> he's, drink he's drinking out of the cup. Yeah. Are we off? I think we are slightly, because I had to get into my phone to do something for my son. So it's... Is he looking at... The for he's, he's reading, he's reading pigment, pigment, melon, melon. Yeah, I got it. I think I'm up to speed. And I missed that favorite. I mean, yeah, so Francisco. when he says, when he goes, Francisco, it's a fun name to say. Francisco, friends. So our our elf on the shelf, yeah, is named Francisco because of because of that. And and another fun fact for those of you listening out there, ever so often I will when you, when you go to order food at a restaurant and you got to give your name, I will sometimes say Francisco, just so they'll say, Francisco, your food's ready, Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> You've probably been with me when I've done it before. I think I, I, I did it. I did it early on a lot, like yeah, in the I remember you doing that. in the early two thousands when after the movie came out. I think I did that quite a bit. I would I would uh, put down Francisco as my name just so they would say it. Yeah. Uh, that's just. I've not done that quite uh, quite as much lately, but now that I've reminded myself of that, I'm gonna have to start doing that again. Now he's about ready to send him. I'm gonna see he's about ready to send him down to the mail. Yeah, to the mail room. And I think I've done this. I think I've in the past have made reference to this maybe twice on like maybe once on Instagram and once on Facebook. Yeah. But the guy, he, the guy he ends up partnered with down here in the mill room lo looks like the Walmart version of Nicholas Cage. That's a little, that's, that's a little harsh. It does. The guy, I mean, but <laughs> it's mushrooms and everybody wants to hurt me. But when they get, but when they, when they're laying there, he's, 
He's just said about being 30 years old. I just, yeah. just about lose yeah, it. He says he's 26 or something. Was that what it was? Something like that? I can't remember what exactly the age of it. Yeah. It was like, come on. These two guys, Andy Richter and uh, Kyle Gass, they uh, – so the, <clears throat> the guy there, the, the bald guy, um, he is – Jack Black's musical partner in their group, uh, Tenacious D. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart Nicholas Cage. Ooh. It's sucky. Ooh. <laughs> Syrup and coffee. So Mark Atkinson, 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 he's a Canadian actor, voice actor. Huh. Twenty six years, twenty six. All right, hold on. I'm just. He was 46 at the time when he did this role. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. That is great. Uh, uh, and Andy's funny in this too. He's yeah. He don't get no credit uh, on, with with this stuff on Conan. I don't think, but he's he, he is he has consistently over the years. Like I love Conan. But Andy is the one that always makes me laugh. I always feel like he is never without some sort of line or comeback or he just whatever's funny, he makes funnier. There it is. Okay, so oh, this is yeah, this is good. So that line about being twenty six. Yeah, the studio said he didn't look it. Favreau had cast him before in a role that was cut, so he pushed back, saying it was part of the joke. So that was part of the. Uh, I always thought that was hilarious. That's that's great.
So you think I should get this outfit right here? Yes, I do. With the hat. Hat and coat. <laughs> I look like I'm look, I look like coming to America. <laughs> it's a crappy cup of coffee. <laughs> no. It is a crappy cup of coffee. No. It's the world's best coffee. And that's what Lauren did for you, man. You just started saying. It's true. No. She's my little Jovi. Yeah, I passed by there, but there's not a tree. <laughs> or ice skating. <laughs> you missed. Let's do it again. Kissing is my favorite. <laughs> kissing is not my favorite. I used to be smiling, but kissing is my favorite now. <laughs> so Kyle has a line in here that all oh, just his delivery always makes me laugh. I'll, I'll point it out in a minute. <clears throat> it's about as peach. <laughs> This guy. Tribe of Asparagus Chili. <laughs> his gestures, he's like his hands. <laughs> he's... I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old.
I wasn't ready for that. So bought up with a peach. I love how they just sit down. <laughs> huh. He can. He can do an etch a sketch like 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 teenagers can do type on the phone.
That's right. Okay. Since uh, James Kahn was walking out of um, the Empire State Building, I'm going to segue into... Um, that there's a scene from the amazing Spider-Man movie from 1977. Most of that was filmed in LA, uh -huh. but Nicholas Hammond, who plays Spider-Man, the wonderful Australian actor. Yes. He was, they, there was a scene where he goes into the Empire State Building as Peter Parker. Uh, not, and uh, according to a variety article he says that he's not in the movie and uh, probably isn't we haven't but that's that drops here in america on thursday yep. uh so be, when you're listening to this it should be the day before yep. uh but i would have loved to if um talk about spider-man for a second because that's going to be the hot topic as well this christmas season yeah but i would have loved to uh, and and maybe and maybe who knows maybe they they pulled a fast one on me that's going to be in it, but I would have loved that they would have uh, had him in the movie. I think that was, uh, yeah, that was a very short lived, um, some movies and a short lived TV show, but in the early seventies or late seventies, but, but would have loved to seen him. Had a, uh, a, a profound effect on uh, us as kids from the seventies. Yes, exactly. I'm just, And I, I can't, and how much I'm excited about watching Elf tonight. Um, even um, just about as, just about as more as excited to go see Spider Man No Way Home oh, tomorrow yeah. night. Yep. Uh, and I think our kids are just as, I think my boys are about, they are really, really. Yeah. I, I haven't seen, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen this much excitement out of them for a movie. And, um, <clears throat> they seem to like movies like I do, so that's that says that says something. Yeah, my uh, my eleven year old who's going to be joining us tomorrow night to see it. Uh, he's very stoked. As am yeah, I. and I have Dude, I mean it's avoided as much media me too online chatter about because I don't want to know anything. I want to go into it completely like unaware of any surprises and. This evening at dinner, my 11 year old said, Dad, I heard something. I think it's a spoiler. I'm like, I don't even want to know. So don't even tell me. Just oh, yep. Don't even, I don't want to know either. Don't tell me. And like I said, it'd be, I'd be awesome if um, Nicholas Hammond was, was surprised. <laughs> and is, oh, I love how they did the, 
the Bigfoot yeah. reference kind of blurred. Yeah. That was great. But I mean, that would be. And I've just, and I've, I was watching on, uh, I found a YouTube thing of the Japanese Spider-Man that was like a year later, like in 78, I think 79, 78, 79. And it's, it's hilarious to watch. Uh, I watched a few clips of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but uh, that's wild. That's, if you're listening to this, that's worth uh, uh, a YouTube search. Yeah. Uh, if you're into Spider-Man, you want to see some earlier versions of yep. what Spider-Man looked like. And I mean, and I'm sure Spider-Man No Way Home is going to become a new, become the new Christmas classic. Oh. <laughs> it is this year. Oh, I got so I got to say. Now I I enjoyed talking about this the the. Um, <laughs> You're great news, lady. I like the I like the news reporter for. Yeah. Your eyes tell the story. You got a curveball. <laughs> Who's the comedian that's 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 on that line? Yeah, I forget his name. Oh, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said his name, I'm like, yep. Can tell, kid. Not just a skateboard. Yeah, I have to say, as movie Santas go, I, Ed Asner, I think, um, I, I dig his Santa Claus. I think my favorite is uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the, the newest, the one from the 90s. That was a good one, too. That's uh, Thank you. Is that Richard Attenborough? Sir Richard Attenborough? Probably Sir Richard. It's probably sounds the uh, he played uh, Hammond in Jurassic Park, if I'm not mistaken. The guy who created Jurassic Park. Yeah, he was a good Santa Claus. I think. Yeah, Richard Amber. Yes, 
1994. Yeah. The reason why I like Ed Asner is I just feel like he's like, he's a more real Santa Claus. Like, oh, oh, yeah. No, he's just like, I mean, he's like kind of a, a weary Santa Claus. Like, if you think about all the stuff he has to do, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's a realistic Santa Claus. And I didn't even realize this. I'm since we're talking on Christmas movies, but that Miracle on 34th Street, the 94 version, yeah. was produced by John Hughes. That's right. Did not, yeah. did not know. I did not. So and it was Hughes Entertainment. That. I did not realize that. Um, and that really is good. I have to, that that movie was, like I said, and I mean, I was, I remember seeing the, I remember the 70 version. Of that with uh, David is David Hartman. Yeah, is my yeah. saying? It? Yeah, from Good Morning America. Uh-huh. I can think. My my mom used to watch used to watch that in the morning. Uh, we're just since we're throwing out talking about kind of stuff oh. tonight <laughs> from Spider Man to. Run the gamut. Well, throwing out, hey, throwing out some Christmas classics here. Maybe give you some other ideas about right. if you're in the Christmas may may uh, give somebody an idea to. Thanks, buddy. Pull out the. Uh, <laughs> that, that biker guy. <laughs> Charlotte Denon. New York One. (laughs) She's like, cut this. Get up there, Jovi. Do it. Just do it. You get started. I'll catch up. He really did catch up. You go. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that's the that's the little pond area where Loki and Thor. I think you're right. In Avengers, right there, right there. Yep. That's it. I think that's it. The spot. Well, I mean, that may be a studio, but based on that, yeah, right there. I never noticed that before until. Hey. There's Nicholas Cage. I mean, <laughs> the 26 year old Nicholas Cage. Uh -oh. Yeah, you think with that, that Christmas spirit going up, he's get a little bit more lift than that. Uh -oh. There it goes. I, and he should be glad he started singing because he got knocked in the head. He did it in the nick of time. Oh. I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> Charlotte? I mean, I'm sure John Favreau is going to be in the new Spider Man movie. So, yeah. I mean, it's all connected. there's the there's the it's all we're bringing it all together. I mean, yeah. this is just it's all connected. Yeah, just thought about that. I was just yeah. I just read something and I didn't give it much thought, but I just her on the couch with uh, Mary on the couch with, with Will Ferrell. Maybe it's that someone says a fan theory that this was a prequel to Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that brings a whole new. 
Susie. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> he just sits in his lap. Buddy. Buddy. Uh, that's great. Oh. Uh, Elf. Yeah, this this guy died. What he he died a few years ago. Back that Leon Redmond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Oh. Yeah. He died in twenty nineteen. Yeah. It just yeah just yeah not not long ago. Wearing the drop I mean. I know we say this a lot, but this really was a good cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it really is. It's, uh, I mean, just solid all the way through. Yeah. All roles. Like everybody's just, it is, <clears throat> I think it's probably one of the best casts for a, you know, a Christmas comedy ever assembled. I mean, it's just, a, everybody's good. Yeah. Whoever, whoever the casting director did a great job. I mean, they really, they really did. Uh, yep. Here's your favorite song. And, and John Favreau for making the right decision about lightening up a little bit and making it more. Uh, very, very cool. I don't know if it's family friendly or more open to being a, a Christmas. Because, I mean, it's a Christmas classic now. So it's. They're just like guys. I don't know if I'm like synced up with you on this. I don't know. I haven't. I got my thing down a lot. I'm trying to. Beautiful. Please don't hurry. Yeah. So yeah. So he did. He did. He did the song with uh with her for the I guess for the soundtrack, but. I would have. Uh, she has. I don't know if she still has it, but she um, was in a, a band uh, or like a part of a musical duo or something like that. So she, the singing was something that, in fact, I read something this week that originally Jovi's character, there wasn't this aspect of her singing. But when John Favreau discovered that Zoe could sing, they work that into the story, which so as a result, we got that great scene in the the women's uh, locker room where she's right. Will sings with her, but you were saying earlier, I, I like the song too. I think it's 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 a cute song. Oh yeah, it's one of my it really and I I'm a I'm a, my favorite is the Dean Martin version. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. If we're gonna go to yeah, what my I mean, and there's been a lot of good versions that came out. No, but his you know over the years awesome. people's people's takes on it but that's my d martin dude is my christmas that's yeah can't go wrong with just gosh her lips look delicious Now it would have been fun if, like you, since like you said that Kyle Gass is uh, part of that what tenacious what is it tenacious D or whatever. Yep. Yep. It'd be cool now, like if he would have if he would have uh, we can get him and 
her singing. That'd be that'd be <laughs> with with Will Ferrell. I mean, mm. bringing a little Jet Black since Jet Black was in uh, Anchorman. Yep. Uh, Baby, it's cold outside. So, uh, you know, the the musical version of this movie um obviously because it's on stage they have to like make some changes to the story and everything but for the most part it's pretty faithful to the movie um and if i remember correctly santa is kind of like the narrator at certain points in the movie like he kind of sets up the whole thing at the beginning and okay um instead of papa in fact i don't think there's a papa elf character in this in the musical because I remember thinking like, oh, they cut the Papa Elf character out. So it's kind of like, because they don't really spend a lot of time, like, you know, the movie spends, you know, 20, 30 minutes in the beginning in the North Pole. They kind of just speed through that and get right to Buddy looking for his dad. Given the tremendous success of Elf, grossing $220 million worldwide against a $33 million budget, a sequel seemed inevitable. However, one never happened. Instead, Elf inspired a Broadway musical and an animated television special. Thanks for joining us this week for our Elf commentary. Join us next week for our third and final Christmas movie commentary. Be sure to visit and follow us on Instagram at the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast to find out what's coming next. And don't forget to check out Garrett's YouTube channel, All Things 80s with Garrett. That's all for now. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Adios. <laughs>